everyone doing good today? Well, as Jane said, my name's Nathan and with my wife Debbie, we're campus pastors here in Chesterfield and want to give you a huge welcome. For, if you're here for the first time, you're watching online for the very first time, then we do want to give you a huge welcome. So come on church, let's welcome everyone. So good to be together. And uh, if you are here for the first time, then um, let me uh, just uh, invite you not to rush off after the service, but uh, we got a welcome lounge where we'd love to host you. Uh, our team would love to get you tea, coffee, and uh, I saw some pastries left. Now, I'm not sure they might not be still left, but I'm not guaranteeing it because who knows who's out there and who could be eating them. And uh, this is a message to anyone out there. Do not eat them all in the name of Jesus. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to host you. And it's so good to be together in church. And what a great morning to take communion and uh, to remember Jesus this morning, to worship him and to be together as church. And uh, I just love gathering together as church. There's nothing greater than worshiping Jesus together, getting to hang out together and be together as church. So why don't you take a minute, say hello to two or three people around you, introduce yourself, never met them. And you can take your seats. I really believe that um, God wants to speak to each and every one of us today, wherever we find ourselves, whatever life looks like, whether you uh, feel like life is great, whether you feel like life is just life, it's normal, or whether you're feeling uh, under some, some sort of pressure, I believe that God wants to speak to each and every one of us today, but I also believe that he wants to speak to us uh, even as a whole, as Icon Church today. And um, I'm, I'm going to start uh, like a, a series when I'm speaking. I'm going to uh, speak on this for however many weeks I want to or I feel led to. Um, but the title of my message, and uh, you can follow along with the notes, the QR code will come up again, uh, is this brick by brick. Brick by brick. And... Um, the preface is this, that our life is built brick by brick. Life is built brick by brick. I've been thinking about this a lot because, um, <clears throat> I'll just be honest with you, this morning getting out of our house was uh, a little stressful. Uh, if you don't know, we got three boys and um, this morning was a, a little bit more stressful Debbie would say she's got four boys, including me, uh, but it was a little bit more stressful because one of the boys just didn't stop screaming all morning, not screaming as in crying, but just, just running around screaming and like, come on, son, like, I need my eardrums to hear the incredible worship team, come on, uh, the, the other son uh, would just not let us put him down, if you put him down, that was it, he was crying and it is like, I need to get dressed. I need to get ready. I need to get out of the house. The other son, you asked him to do something. <laughs> and you know how that awkward moment there where I was silent? Well, times that by about 10. And that might be the amount of time that it took him to put one sock on his foot this morning. It's a little bit... Uh, stressful, but uh, 
recently, my oldest son, Zion, who took about three hours to put his sock on this morning, um, he's, uh, he's, he's got into football and really got into football, which I love. The problem with that is Zion has many of the traits that I have uh, when it comes to football. He's competitive, he hates losing, and if he can't do something well the first time, he gets all moaning and whinging and whining and uses this whingy, whiny tone that any parent, you've had a child that uses a whingy, you're just thinking, come on. And um, I'm trying to be patient with Zion and teach him, Zion, you might not be able to do it the first time, but here's how it works. You build and you get better by practice, by doing it again and again and again. And it might be that, you know, he's trying kick-ups. It might be that you do four kick-ups today. But the next time you do a kick-up, it's not guaranteed that you're going to do four again. You might only do two, but it's practice. It's keeping doing it. It's keeping moving forward. It's keeping doing it. The problem is, is when he does, only does two and you get the windy whining voice and it's like, come on, I'm trying to teach you this. Are you going to get this? Just like Zion though, I can be like that with life. I can be that like that with life. I, I can think that everything should be done and perfect and I've got everything sorted and then something comes along that seems to take me backwards or it seems to, I don't seem to be moving forward. It doesn't seem like I've got any progression and I can become moaning, whinging, whining about my life. You see, I know we want the end product. We want the perfect life. We want everything to be sorted. We want everything to be done. But a building is built brick, brick by brick. Our lives are built brick by brick. Uh, we, uh, we, we've bought two houses now off, uh, off plan. So where we've bought the house and it's not built yet. And... Um, I, I've determined not to go and, and see them when we were buying them for the simple fact of is because when I want to go and see it, I want to see the finished product. I want to see the finished product or I do want to see some progress. Um, with uh, the most recent house that we live in now that we bought, um, we went round and visited and um, we saw it and, you know, it was about at, at this level, the bricks were at this level. We went two weeks later it was at the same level. It frustrated me because I'm like, come on, I want to move in. I want to get moving. Um, but they're building a whole load of houses. But that house was built brick by brick. It, it wasn't just built, you know, all of a sudden, boom, there it is. It was built brick by brick. Our life is built brick by brick through faith. The problem is, is our definition of faith in our own heads. I'll just be honest. Sometimes when I think of faith, here's some of the words that can be associated in our minds. And uh, I'm not saying this is wrong, but I think we discount faith or we dismiss faith from the everyday brick by brick. If, when we begin to associate faith with just these words, we can associate it with instant we can associate it with miraculous. We can associate it with phenomena. 
And all of those things can happen. But what happens is we turn faith into an event and it robs us of seeing the brick by brick things that God does in our life. We turn faith into an event, a moment, this moment of faith, this moment of the miraculous, and it robs us of seeing the brick by brick things that God does in our lives. And sometimes we just see it as regular, the regular things in our lives, but actually it is miraculous. Okay, you're not sure. Think about your eye. That's miraculous. Like I cannot go into the detail of how your eye is formed. One, because I didn't do enough research. And when I began to read it, I'm like, oh my word, this is incredible. The amount that goes into your eye, it's miraculous. And yet we can just see it as regular. What about the earth? Right now we're spinning. I get motion sickness. I'm so glad I can't feel the earth spinning. We're spinning on an axis that is perfect. That is perfect for life. What a miracle. And yet we can just see it as the regular. We can become too familiar with what's happening and it's familiarity that we begin to miss out on the brick by brick life that God is building in each and every one of us. And we build brick by brick by having faith. Faith is a strength for me to remain patient. Faith is a strength for me to remain patient even in the moment. See, patience is not the ability to wait. Because you're probably going to have to wait anyway. Patience is the ability of how you wait. How you wait. That patience, that if I'm a person of faith and that actually I believe that God is building my life brick by brick and I know, I know, I want to be this tall, standing, strong building but I know God is building my life brick by brick, day by day, in every single moment. Patience as a word of faith, as a person of faith means that I don't miss out on joy in the journey. I don't miss out on the peace and the rest that God has for me in the journey I don't miss out on the purpose and here's why because I've got a faith in a God who builds brick by brick faith is the ability to know my life is built brick by brick and so to know that I want my life to be built brick by brick it begins that I have to place some value on even the small things that begin to take place in my life Uh, that I begin to appreciate what's happening in the everyday, the regular life, and see that God is building brick by brick. That tomorrow God can build something in my life. And it might not seem like this phenomena, this instant, this miraculous, but God is building something brick, brick by brick. I'm going to say that so wrong so many times. Please forgive me today. Rich Wilkson Jr. said this, many of the the things that God does are on the heels of the small things that we do. Many of the things that God does are on the heels of the small things that we do. We all want God to do something big, but we've got to be willing to do the small, the everyday. You see, God can build something big, 
with something very small. God can build a big life with the small every day. And so Jesus teaches us the principle of God building our lives brick by brick with our small faith in times. Matthew 17 and verse 20. You were thinking, when's he going to get to a Bible verse? Here we go. Matthew 17 and verse 20. It says this, he replied, because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. That there's this small thing, this small thing, a mustard seed. I'm going to show you a mustard seed in a moment if you're able to see it. But there's this small thing, a mustard seed, that actually if we have faith with that small thing, that God, that through God, we can say to a mountain, move, and it would move from here to there. He also talks about this mustard seed in Mark 4, where we've got a whole uh, load of parables that Jesus is talking uh, about. And uh, he, he's talking about, actually, you can't just hear the word, you've got to receive the word. You can't just hear it. It's great, it's great you're in church today. It's great that maybe you listen to a podcast, but we can just hear words, but we actually have to receive the word. And we actually have to receive it into our lives. And so he begins to say, uh, you know, he begins to talk about these parables. He's talking about a parable of a sower who uh, sows seed and uh, begins to do that. He talks about a lampstand, and uh, it, but then he's talking to them, consider carefully what you hear. He's talking to them about that. And then he talks about the parable of the mustard seed. Now a parable is just Jesus using a story to illustrate to us something that he wants to communicate. Just like I used the story of Zion to start with in terms of the brick by brick. Here's what Jesus is doing. Jesus is using the story to actually explain to us that there's something beginning to take place. And so here in Mark 4 verses 30 to 32, he says this again. He said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what story shall we use to describe it? What parables shall we use to describe it? Now let's stop there for a minute. The kingdom of God, I guess in all of our heads, we think that's a big thing. That's a big thing. The kingdom of God is a big thing. So you're thinking, what's he going to use to describe this? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest seed you plant in the ground. No, no the kingdom of God is a big thing. No, it's like a mustard seed. The small thing you plant in the ground. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds of the air can perch in its shade. You see, and the kingdom of God might start small, but it grows big. But it grows through a process, brick by brick. Like our lives, it might look small today, but God can turn it into something great, can turn it into something big, can turn it into something impactful. Our faith can start small, but can grow big and can see God do big things. And the question to us today is, what do we attach our faith to? 
Am I attaching my faith to results? Am I attaching my faith to the end product? Am I attaching my faith to what I'm seeing right here, right now? Or am I attaching my faith to a God who is greater? To God who can turn that small thing into something greater? Am I attaching my life? It might look small. It might look insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But I know a God who can take the small and the insignificant and can turn it into something great to see his kingdom come. I don't know, but maybe we're thinking too much about what I can see in the physical and actually I have to have faith because uh, we, not, we don't live our life by sight, but we live it by faith. We live it by faith. You see, we, we, we could just be comfortable as Icon Church and Say, you know what, Icon Church is great. It's the best. It's amazing. Or we could go, there's a whole load of people who need to be part of our church. We've not met them yet. Like, I can't, I, like, can't see it yet. But you know what, I got faith. Because I'm living by a faith. You know, over 100,000 people. I think the last statistics I read, 95% of people are not connected with church in and around Chesterfield. I don't know, but that's a lot of people that need to hear about the good news of Jesus. It's a lot of people. But we could just live in what we see now and go, do you know what? It's great. It's nice. It's comfortable. Or we could go, no, we've got some faith to believe God wants to move. It might not look like much, but God can turn it into something great, brick by brick. The faith to see our lives built brick by brick. Here's the first thing I want us to recognize. Faith sees what's in the seed. Faith sees what's in the seed. See, you, you look at that seed and it doesn't look like much. I'm not... Like, definitely not. Uh, I'm going to use the posh horticulturalist, gardener. I'm definitely not that. Uh, I had a spell where, you know, I talked about it quite a bit because we had our garden landscaped and then we had this great new grass and I was into it. I was into cutting the grass. Uh, at our house now, I'm definitely not into it at the moment. Um, because it wasn't laid that well and it doesn't look great and uh, we've played a lot of football on it and there's lots of bear patches on the back garden um, and all of that. Um, but the seed doesn't look like much. But faith sees what's in the seed. The seed might not look so significant, but faith sees what's in the seed. You see, God wants to build our lives brick by brick, day by day. Every day, God wants to use our lives. And sometimes we can go, yeah, but it might not look like much. But we've got to have the faith to see that God sees some potential. God sees something great. God sees something that actually I can build upon and I can see him at work. God is working even when we don't feel him working. 
I'm not knocking the church, I'm not knocking Big C Church, but I think sometimes we become a feelings-based entity. And at times it's like all about the goosebumps and the feelings and I need to feel God working. I, I don't know, but I think God's done more work when I've not felt it than when I've felt it at times in my life. And even when I don't feel it, God is working. Even when I don't see it, God is working. It's a faith to believe. It's a faith to see there's something in the seed. It's a decision to believe. Even when I can't see it, I'm believing he's working. Even when I can't see it. And so we're going to have to get comfortable with the invisible. We're going to have to get comfortable at times with the unknown, the, the uncertainty, the unknown, and actually believing God. You know, it's interesting because, um, you know, I've had lots of conversations over years with some of my friends around church and around God and around this. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll ask the question, yeah, but you've never seen God. And I go, no, I haven't. I've never seen him. I've seen him work and I've seen him. Yeah, but you've never physically seen God. And, and I, I've always thought, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? His faith. You know, Jesus even said, uh, you know, what great faith those would have that didn't even see me and will follow me. What great faith they would have. It's crazy. But then I say to my friend, but you've never seen the wind, have you? You've never seen the wind? seen its effects you've seen it you know you've seen the trees blowing but you don't see the wind you don't see it it's a faith to believe even when I can't see it he's working even when I can't feel it he's working that there's a seed and look physically it doesn't look like much but faith sees what's in the seed you ever had that terrible moment where your Wi-Fi won't connect? <laughs> so it's, it's horrible, especially when you're halfway through like a really great YouTube video. That's personally on your golf swing. You know, you're just perfecting your golf swing. Um, humble brag, I shot one over for nine holes on Friday. Sorry, all the golfers out there. It's just gone over everyone else's heads, but it's a big achievement. So I thought I'd share it with the church because we love to celebrate with one another. So we love to do that. So thank you. But I've seen so many people have Wi-Fi trouble. Hopefully at home you're not having Wi-Fi trouble listening to this right now. I'm not prophesying that right now. Um, but you've had Wi-Fi trouble. you trouble connecting. But not once have I seen someone say, I give up. That's it, I'm done with Wi-Fi. That's it, I'm, I'm, it's all over, it's all over. No, they keep on trying. We went on a staff retreat once. And um, let's just say the Wi-Fi in the building wasn't very good. It wasn't very quick. And we wanted to watch the football on a staff retreat. We'd prayed a lot and we'd done a lot. But we wanted to watch the football. And so I decided in Nathan... IT technician role, which I'm definitely not. I'll try and boost the Wi-Fi by like just resetting it or something. I reset the whole thing. We didn't have Wi-Fi for the next day or so because I'd done it. Yet we kept on trying. We kept on believing. We kept doing it. You see, faith has the power to connect you to what you need. 
just like that Wi-Fi connects you to what you want to watch, faith has the power to connect you to what you need. The problem is, is that we give up. We stop because I've not seen it and I've not felt it. You know, um, one, one of the ways that faith gets outworked is through our prayer life. I think that's one of the big ways it does. And, and Jesus talked about our prayer life a whole lot. But one of the incredible uh, moments that he talks about it is another story that he begins to exemplify prayer for us and us praying and actually beginning to see what's in the seed. It's found in Luke 18, and I'm going to read it, verses 1 to 5. It says this, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. This is the story Jesus uses to tell us, don't give up. Don't give up. But we want to know, verse 4, the first three words, for some time he refused. We want to know how long. How long will it take how long will it take for me to, to see that happen? How long is it going to take for us to see this seed actually begin to, you know, produce what it is? But here Jesus says, don't give up for some time. For some time. How long, Jesus? We don't know. We'd love to know how long. But here's the thing. Faith sees in the seed. Faith keeps turning up. Faith keeps actually saying, no, I'm believing God is building my life brick by brick in my every day. Faith keeps connecting to God. Matthew 17 verses 19 to 20. We, we, we see it there. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, move. Nothing will be impossible for you. You see, I got a whole load of mustard seeds here. But if I took one out, you're probably not seeing it. Debbie went to the shop last night for me. See, mustard seed is the ability to look at something so small and go, no, that has the ability to grow. That has the ability to be something incredible. That has the ability to be the largest garden plant. That one mustard seed has the ability to do that. And yet, that has the ability to do that. And with our lives, we go, I'm not sure God could do anything. No, God can do something pretty incredible with our lives if we'll just have faith to see what's in the seed. So what do you see in the seed of your life? What do you see in the seed of your life? What do you begin to see in the seed of your life? Because I want to tell you there's power and there's potential packed inside of each and every one of us. Faith sees what's in the seed. The second thing is faith works when planted. I'm going to have to have a drink. 
a seed's potential is only revealed when planted. A seed's potential is only revealed when it's planted. Those verses in Mark 4, verses 31 to 32, tells us this is the kingdom of God. It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth, yet when planted. Remember that phrase, yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all the garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. Yet when planted, when planted, Here's an action step. God is given an action step about the kingdom of God that this mustard seed gets planted and when it gets planted, it grows. Your life, when it gets planted, will grow brick by brick, day by day, yet when planted. That thing so small can become so large. How? Yet when planted. Yet when planted, your life, when planted, can become something so large and so great that God is calling you into. Yet, when planted, your calling, your gifting, your purpose, your family, your life, yet, when planted, can grow into something so large. Planted means I'm going to give you what I've got, God. I'm going to give you what I've got. Use it for your glory and God will build it brick by brick. But imagine being a seed planted. Imagine what it feels like. Dark, dirty, but also that dark and dirt also has a purpose. You see, if the seed could talk in those moments when it's planted, it might say things like, no one sees me. I feel alone. But actually, we have faith to see what's in the seed. And we know that faith works when planted. And so that actually we can go, I'm not buried. I'm planted. I'm not, I'm not buried. I'm not done. I'm planted. God's going to do something in my life. I'm not buried. It might feel dark. It might feel like there's a whole lot of dirt around me today, but I'm planted because God is going to do something in my life. And I want to say to us today, yet when planted, it grows. So let the planting do its work. Let the planting do its work. The planting has a purpose in your life. The planting has a purpose in our lives. When I was just thinking about being planted. One of my mum's favourite Bible verses is about being planted in the house of God. And it's like being planted next to a river. I can't remember what the river is off the top of my head. It's just come to my head. But the trees begin to flourish. They grow big. That's the picture that God has for us, that when we get planted, at times it might feel dark, it might feel dirty, but actually we have to allow the planting to do its work. We can see the end goal. Look at that building. It looks amazing. But that building gets built brick by brick. Our lives, yet when planted, will be built brick 
by brick. So don't run from the planting, but let it help you build your life brick by brick. So what if today would be a reframing, a believing, that even though it may look small, God's building my life brick by brick. That even though it may look insignificant, and at times I've thought it's insignificant, no, I see the potential that's in the seed. I see the potential in the seed of my life that God wants to bring something about. I love it because, let me go back to them verses, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It's small, but God brings it to something so great. What if today could be a reframing that even though it looks small, God is building my life brick by brick. See, I want to encourage you to see what God can do with the seed of your life. Plant the seed of your life today and watch God build it brick by brick. Faith is far more than a moment of glamour, success. It is a process of planting seeds and allowing God to produce brick by brick a harvest in our lives. Faith isn't about putting a whole bunch of positive energy into the world and hoping it comes back on me. It's about firmly trusting God, knowing He works beyond what we can see. And with that faith, even if it just seems like a little bit of faith from us, that faith planted in the right place, God can do the miraculous. God can build our lives brick by brick. So all across this place, let's stand to our feet. And I don't know, something might have sprung to your mind. Might be a gift, might be a calling, might be even a purpose in your life. It might even be your whole life and you're just going, do you know what? I need to see what's in the seed today. The seed of my life, the seed of my calling, the seed of my gifting, the seed of my family. I need to see what's in the seed today. And even today, it could be a moment where you say, no, I need to plant that seed into the right environment, into God's hand and watch Him do the miraculous and go, do you know what, God, I'm, I'm committed today to you building my life brick by brick. So come on, all across this place, why don't we begin to lift those things up to God? Why don't we begin to say, God, God, I plant the seed that you've given me. I plant my life, I surrender my life, I give you my life today. Come on again, again, you may have not done it for a while, but God, we give our lives to you. We give our lives to you. We see that you've packed us full of potential and purpose to see your kingdom come, to see your kingdom come and your will be done. I pray over every single person, Maybe there's a calling or a gifting or a dream that's been in their heart and it might just look like a small seed and, 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 and I, I pray that as they plant it today that they would begin to see the miraculous. I pray today that we would not downplay what might look like a small thing, but actually God, we're praying today and we're believing today that there is power and potential packed in each and every single seed in this place right now. Everyone under the sound of my voice, that there is a potential packed in every seed under the sound of my voice. And so we offer them to you. We plant them today. I pray for anyone who has planted seeds and it's felt dark, it's felt lonely, it's felt dirty at times, 
lives, but that we would let that planting do its work so that God, you can, so the glory can come to you, God, so your kingdom can be built and you can build something great in us and through us. And I declare today over Icon Church that there is big things in store as we plant seeds and as we begin to plant those seeds in the right environment. And so right now we lift our lives to you. We give you our lives. And we say today, God, build our lives brick by brick. In every single day, we offer our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen.